Hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. That's everything all the time. Careful, it bites. gentlemen welcome to everything all the time this is episode 20 finally it's a milestone and as this is a milestone for the show and it took a long time to get to episode 20 and it's quite a journey uh, i actually have for the first time three guests with me uh today we have anye alex and newcomer ryan and uh he's he's uh he's also a brewer welcome uh welcome to the show thanks for having me <laughs> Right on. Um, so, <laughs> we've already been uh, chatting for a little bit, so this yeah. is kind of a it's kind of the big intro here. But yeah, this is the first time this is the first time on this show that we've had this many guests. So it's gonna be really interesting to f- find out how like this conversation works. Uh, this show is a show. If you've never listened to this before and this is your first time, uh, fucking turn this shit off and go backwards and start listening to some previous episodes because I don't know why you're here. But anyways, uh, yeah, this show is about uh, beer, movies, music, food, and pretty much anything else we want to talk about. So with that being said, Ryan, do you want to give a general, like you brew, you're a pro brewer. Do you want to give just like a general history about what you do or you know, you don't have to get too deep into it. As a professional courtesy, we don't usually talk about where we work, but we talk about kind of what we do in the industry. So. It's up to you. You can divulge as much as you want. So, no, I mean, like, yeah, um, you know, we started home brewing in early 2011, and it just kind of went from there. And we just, you know, Alex and I really dig beer, and um, I'm ready to chat about this beer we're drinking for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked. Alex was on here last week, and we. We talked a little bit about you, just but she, Alex is like, "Fuck Ryan, I don't want to talk about Ryan Fuck because you." <laughs> Wait, hey, it's recorded. Ryan? It's which all. <laughs> <Ryan>? <laughs> it's all on. It's all on tape now, so you can't you can't pretend it didn't happen. Mm-mm. But no, we were we went through her history a little bit, but now we're uh, kind of going over for what you've got. Um, yeah, so everybody here is like passionate about the industry. Anya obviously is brewing. You're brewing. Alex has done home brewing, but you're kind of, you're currently working in the same field that I'm working in, yes. in like the sales world. So we kind of we're we're seeing more eye to eye, and you two can you kind of vibe on the same thing. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a cool. It's just kind of a cool dynamic to have like everybody. And that was kind of the goal of the show to eventually grow it to a point where we could all kind of sit down and have a conversation and be able to talk about the industry, but also talk about just all the other shit we talk about and the things that we're interested in. So, yeah, with that being said, the beer that we're drinking is called Space Goat Pale Ale from Big Sky Brewing. I'm actually reading the label right now because uh, I can never remember what the fuck I'm drinking. <laughs> I thought it was called Space Ghost. I like Space Ghost. Like so. that TV show. Well, you just learned how to read a couple years ago. I know. So. <laughs> it, actually, it actually really fucking helps. It helped me read. Oh. Yeah. Actually, nice. that's... We could talk, talk about that a little bit too. Me how learning long? how to read? No. <laughs> Reading rainbow. <laughs> 
I love that song where she's like, I can't no, do that anything. That song was so creepy that I would turn the show off. I love it when like the book going. turns into a butterfly or something yeah. and there's like a rocket ship. I don't remember. Yet. I didn't watch Reading Rainbow. What? That shit was weird. I'm sorry. You're fucking weird. Maybe now if I was like on something, I'd watch it. But back then, Aren't not. we? I think these days as adults, we're always on something. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? I feel like we're always some type of uh, medication, right? We're just taking <laughs> antacid pills. <laughs> <laughs> Heartburn. <laughs> I just took a heartburn pill. Okay, I had some dark horse cold brew and it fucked me up. Oh my god! Yeah, blame it on dark horse. I right. love dark horse. Shout out to dark horse. Yeah. I love dark horse coffee too. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, actually, well, what does everybody think? So this is space go. I haven't had a big sky beer in a long time. But uh, what about the the brewer people in the room? What do you guys think? How do, how do you feel about this? I think it's solid. It's I, solid. I dig it, man. Malt profile is killer. It's got a nice biscuit complexity to it. Um, and the aromatics, also in the flavor, good citrus backbone. I always like hearing about how brewers, like, because I, I feel like I have a pretty strong opinion about beers, but I feel like I don't look at them in the same capacity as an actual brewer does because I don't, like, actually make the beer. So it's always interesting to hear how a brewer looks at something or how they come at it or how they check it. Like, it's just, it's interesting to hear, like, the different dynamic about how how brewers kind of pick apart something and like they'll they'll talk about stuff that i'm not that familiar like they'll talk about oh the yeast or this or you know little little things that i just don't i don't pinpoint in the same way so i feel like i'm more of the average customer when i drink a beer like i'm picking apart from like the more basic elements so it's always nice to hear how how brewers talk about it you're dilly dilly aren't you i i don't know i'm not what the (laughs) fuck does that mean it means that's that's the whole point it was supposed to i think it was supposed to be nothing i think it was just a point of like saying this is fun it was like you brought that up Dilly what? dilly. Why the fuck can't I bring that up? Dilly dilly. <laughs> you know? Um. <laughs> but as as someone who does um, stuff on the brewing side, it's nice to have like super drinkable beers because I can't really hang with a high ABV beers anymore. They just make, I'm just too tired to drink stouts. And You're supposed to be drinking these high oh, ABV beers and you know, build up your tolerance. We brought a nice American stout to yeah. uh, that's <laughs> a yeah. That's a beer we're going to drink as yeah. soon as we're done with this pale ale. But, um, no, speaking of this pale, though, like, um, I just kind of pinpointed at what it reminds me of, and it reminds me of a bitter version of Merge de Oats, which was an awesome beer that... Um, I haven't had that. It was actually a version of Oatmeal Pill. Um, that was a lot. Uh, yeah. Who made it? Cause. Uh, so, yeah, it was... Oh, uh, so okay. Oatmeal Pill was a monkey paw beer. Actually, um, I mean, I guess one you One of can... the first ones they actually canned... Um, First brewery to can in San Diego. Oh, sweet too. But um, yeah, it was oatmeal pill version that they did. Um, it's like a quite beer, I believe. Okay. Style, and uh, it was a killer beer. And um, yeah, that's kind of what it reminds me of. It has like nice biscuity malt complexity. That's good. I mean, I, I, it's been a really, really long time. I when I saw that beer today, it's like I haven't had Big Sky in a really long time. I was on the, I was on the fence about buying some Deschutes beer too. Just because I hadn't had it in forever, Same. and instead I bought a, a more traditional German. I'm pretty sure it's a lager. I'd have to double check, but it was like straight from Germany kind of thing. And I ended up deciding on that. I was like, don't want to get this Hophenge IPA from Deschutes, and I ended up not going with it. But I'm just I, I've been really digging. I've been getting more into German beers lately. Just drinking like just straight up traditional German beers, and uh, like straying away from like the American just craft brew lately. 
Um, but no, I'm, I've been trying to I've been trying to explore more. Is really where I'm trying to go with it. But it's it, Big Sky was just one of those beers. Like if you think about, like I think about a lot of the beers that I used to drink. Like when I first started drinking beers, like Widmer and Pyramid and <laughs> like North Coast and Lost Coast and um, God, like there's so many old like these older breweries that I just don't New Belgium. Like don't even think about them anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just so many, so many beers out there, and it's like these old ones that I started with that I just, I like, I don't even see them in stores anymore unless you want to go into like big grocery. You know, you go into a big grocery store, you see that stuff. I think Widmer is still popular there, right? Like, I, I think that Widmer is still Widmer, New Belgium. Like, you can find Fat Tired. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that I don't. I don't know if you can find Widmer anymore. Well, I guess they you have... can. If they still have Widmer. They have like it's in cans, right? They have a can. It's like a W. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think it's like the big with the big yellow package with the W on it. I don't like think Pyramid yeah, exists anymore. So what I about, used to yeah. drink a shitload I of Pyramid. So much Pyramid. Or early day, early days was Alaskan too. Have you had? Oh a, yeah. What's the last time yeah, you had I like had an Alaskan beer? Yeah, Alaskan yeah. Amber. Uh-huh. Been a couple of years. There were so many different beers that I started with that I think really gave me like the introduction to what American craft brew is. And then, first one, man. What was it? Oh, first. First, first one that made you like shit oh, your damn. pants. Probably like double bastard. I thought it tasted like it was so strong. I think it tasted like in my my palate. It almost tastes like soy sauce. It was like. But did you like it or no? No, I thought it was too much. I, th- I I I think I was like and, oh, over the top. Do you how... like it now? Who the fuck drinks double bastard now? Or like a beer? So like a well, beer no, that you? Um... No, I mean my palate adjusted right like, like I, it definitely I'm like the beer that got you guys like the number one beer that like got you sold you guys and you're like shit I, this well, is this I is drink, a... it was ruination for me really and so i hated it i was on the fence about ipas for a long time the one that was my gateway ipa was lagunitas that was my gateway ipa lagunitas that was a... IPA. but like i guess what he's trying to say is what's the beer that like changed your mind about it was ruination. everything okay. like the first time you you had that beer and you and were you just were like, like whoa like, like yes. damn this is like, like and it could have been like oh shit this isn't very good but there's something about it that i kept going back to like for me it yeah. was sierra nevada pale ale hmm. i remember the first time i had one i was just like shit that is bitter that's I've funny ne- i've never had anything that bitter before yeah and that uh, was and um i felt the same way except for i thought it was too bitter and i was like this beer but, sucks yeah i mean no my <laughs> first one i wasn't digging it but i had like 11 more right and then, so <laughs> um so by like that 12th one i was digging it for sure and you're like this yeah. is the best fucking beer yeah. ever yeah i no, think that's that's funny the beer that changed my life was fat tire fat tire back yeah. in the day fat tire that toastiness oh, i was like christmas time in a glass oh my god yeah, um you know what actually i was trying to think of the one that i think where i was it was a go-to american classic beer that i i used to drink on a regular basis before i even really knew what the craft beer industry was was interesting Oh, yeah. oh, I that's always it. About right? I mean, I love Anchorstein. The dearly departed. The, they're they're no longer they're with us. They're not dead. They're they're dead. They're not dead. They're still. Who this. owns them now? Sapporo. Sapporo. Yeah. yeah. But I like Sapporo. I know. I Me too. Sapporo I mean, last honestly. Night. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever? We toured that facility a couple of years ago. How was it? It was freaking awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to check it out. Super awesome. It seems like a cool spot. It seems like a really cool spot, and it seems like a good. A, it, it, the whole tour itself looks like it's such a, such a like it's one of the old school like steam beers like they just don't do that anymore and I think that that seems like a really cool facility and it, they used to have a spirits program but I heard that once um, 
that once it bought like Sapporo bought it, they didn't buy the license for all the yeah, um, right. The so so they had to like fence it off yeah. inside the brewery. There's like a fence around the distillery. So, like, nobody can go in there. It sounds really strange. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's still like that. Do you know if they picked I d- it? I don't know. I, I <coughs> imagine Sapporo did you didn't see pick that it up, though. We no, I didn't even... Actually, I didn't even see a, a distillery there when we toured it. So, but they might have not... Not, um, not part of the tour or something? Yeah, Probably. maybe not part of the tour. What's the... Have you done a Have you been to a lot... Like, would you say you've been to a lot of breweries? In general? I mean, have you yeah. all? I mean, has yeah, everybody been? Sure. Yeah, you know, yes. What do you this, think... Yeah. Uh, well, we can. This is a question for everybody. What do you think is the best brewery you've ever been to, and not necessarily for beer quality, but like actual visitation? Ooh, the place you walked into like, that's been I the most just the fucking like the destination of going into the brewery. What's the coolest spot? Can I go first? Sure, go. Dogfish Head. Okay. Yeah, that one's up there with me too. Okay. But I'm gonna have to think about this for a minute too. Okay. Go, yeah, 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 think about I'm it. Dogfish tell- was initially my first thought. Dogfish. It's it's, it's a it's an experience. Like we met Sam Calzone. We sat in a bonfire with him. We talked about society. It was fucking awesome. And that's the master brewer. Yeah. Okay. The founder. Sorry, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, founder. Um, just everything about it. It's and such Delaware an experience. Is sick too. <laughs> Oh, and Delaware is pretty awesome. Delaware, okay. Delaware, yeah. Except for the speed limits suck. They're like fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> Can't deal with that. Uh, what do you think, Anya? Uh, you know, two come to mind. Going definitely going to Rushing River the first time was very like awesome because you just realize like small town, probably Russian River and Kern. Yeah, I thought that was a little. I was a little underwhelmed by it because I thought it was. With all the hype around Russian River, yeah. I thought that I was going to walk in and see something like really immaculate. Same. And you're like, oh, it's a pizza place. Exactly. Like, Never yeah. mind. They make fucking yeah, pizza. And it's like, fine. That's no, fine. It's really but cool. it's just yeah. like you're expecting yeah. this whole I was expecting something way bigger and I, and I roll in and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude, this is awesome. It's just a little sick pub, dude. Sure. Yeah. I think yeah. I was just, I think in my mind I expected something yeah. else. Oh, no, I totally did too. Yeah. I think I just, yeah. I think I created some immaculate vision in my brain. I was expecting it to be like green flash shit, you know, with like a restaurant attached or something I don't know I'd never researched it you know speaking the green flash yeah. <laughs> how how uh, how are speaking of them, that that was a really that was one of my first tours actually back in like you know really uh, 2000 it's interesting so yeah. it seems like they're not closing but they've achieved um I mean this is just general beer news but it seems like they've achieved some form of um new sponsorship like they're getting like funded in some other way but they're firing majority of their employees to keep afloat it seems pretty bad. I don't know. I mean, I'm not that like, I don't know anybody specifically that works for green flash. I'm not that well acquainted with the brewery and like they're operating, but it just seems like that place is sinking and it's, it's kind of a bummer because it seems like they're ta- like, cause they can take Alpine with it. And Alpine has been like, and the thing with Alpine is where I came, where I was in more Northern California when, growing up, Alpine didn't exist where I was. Like it just wasn't anything that taught. But when, as soon as I came into San Diego, everybody always raved about Alpine and was like, this is the brewery you want to check out. This is such a cool spot. And then when I finally got to try Alpine, by the time I was drinking, like actually getting to try like proper Alpine beers, yeah. they were already owned by Green Flash. Oh, that's so really? I, I, I missed that's, I completely missed oh, out. Oh, yeah. man. Fucking right? Bummer. Dang. We, like, I can, I can wah, save you, Lance. Mm. We can. I have some pre-sellout beers. No shit. You yeah, said, yeah. "What do you have? Do you have Kiwi Herman?" 
I have to check and see. <laughs> check the <laughs> seller. Check the seller they're, and get back to me. They're probably not good anymore. I know. <laughs> It'll be fun though. Yeah. It would be fun to revisit those beers, but like I've heard that the people who've been visiting the the actual brew pub in Alpine, apparently the Nelson they've got going is like the original OG. So I mean, I, I, have you ever it. been up there? I've been to the new facility, okay. like the new spot, and I I went out there, had a couple beers. I didn't eat anything. I just had like two beers and went on my way. And it wasn't that the beer was bad. I just it was one of those breweries where you just drink the beer, and I didn't think twice about it. Honestly, know? I everybody talks shit so bad right now about Alpine, like oh so good five years ago. Da, 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 da. Anytime Duet is anywhere, I will order that shit. I've probably had like thirty-five duets alone this year, mm-hmm. like on draft. Anya, did you ever go up to it like back in the day when you had to yeah. go into the brewery and you could only have like oh, four yeah. little tasters? Like, oh, that's old school. Our friends would like meet Friday night was just us planning our Saturday trips up there, and like we would, it would be like three cars go up there. We go get our bottles first because you'd go max out on Nelson, and you'd bring six growlers and then fill it up, and then go to the pub and eat. Yeah. And it was worth the wait every time. Oh, yes, um, definitely. I, I didn't even like Nelson when I first had it. I was like, oh, what is this? Like, I'm like, the rye is like, it's so, I had your Brian's on my birthday. It's like, this is so disgusting. Like, ah. Oh. But then I went up there and I had it and I was like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. I had Expo up there and I'm talking about like same day, like it released. And it was really special. That's the thing, like. I think all those people who are bitching about it remember those times, and we always want things to stay the same, but somehow fucking change at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if like, only Homebrew Mart could be the same as yeah, it was no, oh my eight gosh. years ago. Homebrew Mart I mean, was can mine. Can you explain that to people? Like, you don't even realize that you couldn't even have the same beer fucking twice. You could exactly. go in there and you get hammered for 15 bucks, because yeah. you, you, you can have yeah. one of each. And, you'd see and if a keg kick, you got, a, you got one of those. Yeah, and victory at Sea Day and like all that shit. Dude, like, yeah, they were experimenting and during um, like remember they during like was it like GABF or whatever like certain times or no during Beer Week they would like release like barrel aged beer every day and things like that. Just yep, cool shit. All the man. variants for yeah. a dollar a taster. Yeah, a dollar yeah. for a four ounce taster. Do you ever go to the no? Monster? See, that's the thing is I man, we're I, so it... fucking old in beer years. I know, well, no, right? that's it's so. <laughs> He's all like, I don't fucking know. I was drinking the beer (laughs) that was made with grandpa's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so funny. Uh, No, that's the thing is like, I'm, I'm glad I'm happy about how I grew into craft beer. Like I'm glad about like how I learned about it and how, how I grew from drinking like a fucking 40 ounce of, uh, you know, like steel reserve or Mickey's or something to going into like the first beer that actually really brought me into American craft beer was actually uh, Duval, uh, you know, the Belgian ale. And that was what really intrigued me because it was the first time I drank a beer. I was like, Oh, beer doesn't necessarily have to taste like shit, you know? Yeah. Cause I used to drink a lot of like really bad stuff like natural ice and, and 40 ounces of this and blah, blah, blah. And it was just to get fucked up. There was no other reason I wasn't drinking it for flavor. And that was when I first started drinking Belgian beers was when I was like, there's other options in the world. And that's how I, that's how I progressed and learned. But the thing that I'm, I'm, I was, one of the things I do, I don't necessarily regret it, but I didn't, since I didn't grow up in San Diego, I didn't kind of grow with the, I would say like the heart of the industry, the, it's almost like in a way like this is kind of like the mecca for craft beer or like the motherland of it in a sense. I mean, Germany is like the motherland, but this is like the place where the innovation started. In my mind, that's how I think about San Diego. 
and I didn't live here my whole life or I didn't grow up here. So I experienced things, I would say, probably later than probably you guys. Like, you guys, when I was, like, 15 years old, I started drinking. But I was drinking, like, we were talking, Ani and I were talking about this earlier, but I was drinking, like, Captain Morgan. And I was drinking, like, shit that wasn't good. And I just slowly progressed into, like, trying to, you know, developing a palate where it took me probably 10 years to really get into, like, what proper American craft beer is and what it what it is now and understanding it or, or understanding it more or better and i feel like i it took me a long time to get there where people who lived in san diego were kind of in the heart of it like seeing stone and like every all these other breweries like pizza port and everything grow and become this bigger monster like where they are now 20 years later i didn't get that i never experienced that i caught everything late so i think like i was late to the party but at the same time my my love and appreciation for it grew you know, with that, but I just I feel like you guys got to experience a lot of stuff that I never I never saw. Are, is there was everybody born here? Was every no? I wasn't born. here. We were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're Nate, Alex, and Ryan. You're both natives. Ani, you were born. I was born in the Philadelphia area. Oh, okay. But um, Yinglings. But, yeah. Ah. <laughs> but my dad was Navy, so he moved around a lot. Oh, that's right. I think we, so, we mentioned yeah. that before. Yeah. So San Diego was kind of. I graduated high school here and then came back after graduating college. So. Like when I definitely when I got back in two thousand nine, like craft beer was on the sure, rise. that was like right. the peak. Like, Dude, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, peak right such there. an amazing yeah. time. And this it's really been interesting to me to watch the industry grow because I I moved when I first got into the alcohol industry. I was a buyer, so I just started buying beers, which is really what got me into really beyond just drinking on my own terms. I what got me into craft beer was actually buying craft beer. So I was a buyer in Santa Barbara, and that was... I mean, I was already drinking other beers. Like, I used to drink Bass Ale and oh, Negro Modelo yeah. and, like, all these different things. Just, like, different beers. I was trying a whole bunch of stuff and trying different spirits. But when I started working at BevMo originally, I that's when I first started trying all these beers. Because, like, reps would come in and give you samples. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm taking this home. And we drink this and see. And then all of a sudden, you're starting to try a bunch of stuff that I've never had before. So, I like, I came into the, came into the game late, I would say. But I got to try a bunch of stuff, and then when I started buying all this product and learning more about each, you know, each brand and stuff like that, I'm like, oh yeah, Sam Adams, that's not very good, but this is good. Like you know, developing your own taste for things and realizing what you like and you don't like, and so that's where my education grew full, like full blown, but just buying for Bevmo. That's yeah. where I learned, you know. So. Nice. One of my favorite Green Flash beers was Rayon Vert. That beer like Dude, fucking 2012 Rayon Vert. Yeah, it's, it's basically like an Orval Rayon clone, Vert. dude. Yeah. It is. It's it is badass. Mm-hmm. That was a great beer. It's I love like, that beer. And that's yeah. beer that doesn't get any love anymore. Is I, Belgian styles. They don't really have any like. Yeah. They don't have dude, any. Dude, Anya, I have one twelve ounce bottle. Yeah. At home. Nice. That I've been saving since like probably two thousand and twelve when we bought it. <laughs> um, do you think it's yeah. still good? I mean, yeah, have you I, been like have oh, you been actually, holding it as, like cellar yeah, temp? It's gonna take like twenty minutes to pour. Yeah. Half of it'll probably be foam. But um, no, no, it's probably in its prime right now. We get extract enough of it for a sip. Seven years, yeah, yeah. It's eight, six yeah. years. But I think the 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 in with the out, in with like, the out, in with the out, yeah. Okay. The old and new part. We're talking about like Anchor Steam and Green mm-hmm. Flash and like those brands. And it's really sad to say it, but they didn't evolve. No, you know? they didn't I mean, evolve with the times. So well, nobody wants to drink Anchor Steam anymore. No, that's you know, no one wants to drink. I guess so. But, I guess but like California the, Commons are 
on the know. uprising in the differ. brewing industry for sure. I feel like there's yes, a, yeah. I feel like there's some people that really truly like look at beer as like like they go back to the traditional thing. And I feel like the modern I mean, and this is just my perception from customers I've dealt with and people I've talked to that are not part of the industry. Like I feel like when we all talk about stuff, we have a bias because we're on the other side of it Definitely. where we really do have appreciation and a love and a passion for beer where you talk to the average customer who just wants to drink your the hazy IPA and doesn't they don't care who makes it they want the they go what's the stout and does it have marshmallow or does it have sugar or whatever does it have this extra ingredient or do you have that hazy ipa or do you have that thing like the shit like we were joking earlier about glitter beer but it's like somebody's gonna all of a sudden somebody's gonna be like glitter beer that's where the fucking shit's at you know and for me i'm like i don't want to touch this beer i don't have any interest in it it's not where i want to see the brewing community go and the thing is you're gonna have a bunch of reluctant brewers making this beer because somebody's at they're gonna have a customer asking for it where i feel like there's on the brewing like on the on the industry side of things i feel like we're all going to say we want to drink the real like traditional good beers like we're willing to go back to anchor steam and drink that beer and enjoy it where the average everyday customer the people who we treat as customers they're the ones who are going to they're demanding the other thing yeah. you know what i mean like i feel like we're kind of on the outside i mean i mean maybe i'm wrong the but it seems are, like we're on the outside the opinions definitely like no one's gonna know like hey they changed uh west coast ipa like no the average consumer is not gonna know that now it's a double ipa but do you feel like the west coast you mean like for green flash yeah for green like, flash. when did that when okay so i missed something at but, some point when did the green flash that green flash west coast when did it become a double like Where did that happen? Three, when they, like when three, they, four years three, ago. four years ago, really? They so, because I remember I was at a bar and I was like, "Oh, Green Flash West Coast," and then I was, I remember looking it up on Untapped or something, yeah. And it was double IPA, and I'm like, "When did this become a double?" I didn't, I, I could have swore in my mind that it was not a double. So, it was a West Coast yeah. IPA when it. When yeah, right. back okay. in the day, that was like the West Coast. Yeah. Like anytime you that talked about IPA, nose, it sure. was Stone IPA or Green Flash. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, those are. Some I guess it. I, guess I just didn't notice the change. It was all of a sudden one day it was a double IPA, and I didn't. I missed like the. Boat. I, don't, I, 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 I remember too uh, getting when I was like, wait, I don't remember it being exactly, a double IPA. Yeah, yeah. When, did, when did this change? When did this come um, become another thing? So I don't know. A question for you guys though: the first, like, where do you remember first, like, drinking beer, like awesome beer, like going in and just like it not doesn't necessarily have to be like a brewery, like for me, um. It was the yard house because okay. I worked really. You mean close like to the it. location you were actually drinking the yeah, beer? Yeah, like a place where you went to go get like where you knew they had beer that you wanted to drink, and you were like, you know, you knew you were into this shit, and you didn't want to go drink Budweiser. And yeah, for me, it was it was not it wasn't a location I would go buy. I went on my own terms and experimented. I just went. I've never heard of. I was like, there's a Belgian beer here. Yeah. Never heard of it. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna try it. Maybe I'll hit, maybe I'll love it. Maybe I won't. And that was that was. But you didn't have like a like my place was BJ's. Like I used to love going to BJ's because their beer was. So I did a lot of uh, underage drinking. So it was a lot of uh, getting it from other places. Well, screw you. Okay, sorry. (laughs) No, mine just actually really was O'Brien's because when I when I was up in college, you know, yeah. Hey, Tom Nickel. Hey, Brian. You're totally listening right now, huh? Tom, totally listening. You never know. Tom Nickel, who yeah. doesn't know this thing yeah, exists, is also listening. Right my dudes. <laughs> yeah, my dudes. My yeah. <laughs> rad, man. Rad. Um, yeah, when I, first went to, when I first went to O'Brien's, I was like, 
what the hell is this? Like, it's so busy in here, and, like, there's beers I've never heard of, and, like, it's busy. The food is good. They have bottles. I didn't even, like, I didn't even know the concept of a beer bar. I didn't really understand. How long like, ago is this? This was, like, in 2009. Like, I had three to wait to Linda Three weeks ago. I know, right? Definitely <laughs> three weeks ago. I'm like, cool. Do you guys have Never Pliny? heard of this place. Do you guys have Pliny? Yeah. <laughs> but that's when I first figured out Pliny and all that shit. Can we talk about Pliny for a moment? Do yes, we have to? Yes, okay, we do. No, because, no, because that, that, I think that needs to be, like, a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. We've got all the time in the world. But people, like, still... It, it really surprised me when people still get stoked on Pliny. They're like, where can I get it? It's a, it's fucking a beer, man. regular fucking thing that happens every single day. And I've, I feel like we kind of like beating the dead horse in a sense. Where's the old men, the old puppets in the thing? No, what yeah. What are they called? And oh, they're like yelling the, down. The Muppets. They're, the they're like yelling at everybody. They're, they're so like, grumpy. Yeah. yeah. Piney, Piney, who's got the Piney? Come here, get out of my, uh, get out of my house! Get out of here! We're drinking Beechwood Citra Hall right now. We don't need your Piney. No, all damn. I can see is Anya an and Lance beer. like up in the yeah. fucking know, balcony. Right? You've never even had a blind pig. <laughs> <laughs> fucking amateurs! No, you can't get any yeah. bottles either. You assholes! You can't line up for this. <laughs> Yeah, but I still I mean, see it though. Russian River. I mean, congratulations to them because they've done something that other breweries it. can't. Killing they've it. done something where they've created a brew that everybody wants all the fucking time for no reason. Like it doesn't make any sense to me that they've been able to just achieve this. I'm getting close, but I'm gonna need that. I'm, I will need that beer soon. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but this country's built on people going for what they can't. The but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just more dream. blown. Away. I'm more blown away by Russian River and the fact that they still have that much. Um, there's still that desire for it. You know what I mean? Like, I just I think like I mean, that's so good for them. Like as a company. Yeah. But it's crazy to think that that's what everybody wants. It's you know? it it baffles me because Russian River makes so many amazing other beers. Like when we went to oh, Russian River, God. we didn't give two shits about. STS Pliny, pills. Blind Pig. I love Blind Pig, but none of those. It was right. they're fucking Road sours. Two. Sure. Like everybody in line was there for Pliny. Right. And, just like, and they really? just they remember like, when they just real? let us right in. Well, I mean, awesome. we, we you know we we just had we just went through the um we just went through the Pliny the younger time of year. No, yeah. And you know, we everybody's everybody it's like gets, a new season. There's five yeah, seasons. It is now. kind of a season. Yeah. It's it, pliny it, it is Pliny season, season, right? Like February is the is the time. Yeah. Early February. Well, if they're on time it's early February, but you know, they were behind this. But it's like whatever I mean, but the the fact that like that's what the community is built around. No, everybody's excited in February because of Pliny the Younger, and it's in San Diego. Everybody's waiting for their shipment. It's almost like fucking Christmas Day, you know? It's like everybody's waiting for that, and nobody cares about anything else. I mean, every other brewery has jumped on board and has decided to make that triple cool IPA to jump. Yeah. I mean, no, because the community said, like, we're rallying around this, and we know that we can sell this beer on top of that. Yeah. So now every other brewery is making their own triple IPA, but it's in in conjunction with that because it's yeah. if Pliny the Younger didn't exist I don't think the rest of the, the world would give a shit you know and so they've I mean Russian River just has this amazing I mean you drink Pliny the Younger it's not a bad beer I don't also think it's a great one I just I drink it and I enjoy it I but I don't want to wait in line and I don't want to pay a million dollars for a pour of it it's like if I can get it and, and sit down and enjoy a glass 
I'm fine with that, but I'm Take not going. I'm album. not going to go out of my way, right? You're not going to buy it like a million dollar Wu Tang album, you know that. that I mean, Wu Tang's pretty Somebody cool. Somebody bought a million dollar Wu Tang. Yeah, album? the the pharma bro. I didn't know about that. He the like Wu Tang's like we're going to put this one of a kind record that we all did for auction, and some asshole bought it for a million dollars, and he's like, I'm not sharing it with any of you guys. <laughs> he was like some kind of pharma bro who like. Bought like what the fuck is a pharma bro? <laughs> like guys, a farmer who's yeah, a bro. A farm no. He's, he, he bought he he's bought a like real farmer. you know like an inhaler. Okay. He bought like the equivalent like an epipen, and then he like was like it's gonna cost five thousand dollars to have an epipen when it used to cost ten dollars, and so he would jack oh he would like go, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, he would gotcha. go and buy that shit. And She's jack speaking up some weird. Well, she did just pharma. learn how to read three weeks ago, so. <laughs> I read it on a BuzzFeed article, okay? Fuck you. I took a BuzzFeed quiz and it told me... About- it told me what Pharma Bro I am? Wu-Tang character? <laughs> Do you guys like Wu-Tang? Be honest. I like the, like, Protect Your Neck and all. I like that. I like the first album they came out with. Everything else is like... For I- me, I, I used to love Wu-Tang back in the day, but they've become so hipster. Like, all these, like, people that... Like you don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. I'm super into them. I rarely know what anybody's talking about. Though. Well, that's just you. I remember <laughs> you in, got in, dementia in, and in you're going through your own shop. What? Where right. am I? <laughs> eighth grade woodshop, dude. The cool thing to make was the little Wu Tang. Oh, the Wu symbols. Oh, yes. Back in like '98. That's man. awesome. Uh, Melvin fucking like, built a brewery uh, around Wu Tang. I'm not a religious home. listener of Wu Tang, but I enjoy. I think they're talented guys, so I think that that's. Uh, and I, I agree. Yeah, no, I like. It's the same thing with. Um, other like bigger rapper like Outkast. I think Outkast yeah. is awesome, but I don't listen to them every day, and I don't own every album. I like there's certain songs I really enjoy, and there's other stuff I I don't. You know, well, not. like it just pisses me off when I see some like guy with like tighter jeans on that I could ever wear yeah. with a, a man bun. A per- no, <laughs> excuse me. I love man buns. Okay, man buns are sexy. <laughs> anyway. Um, held on some tight ass jeans and he's like got those bifocal things on. He doesn't even need glasses and he's got like a Biggie shirt on. Like, you don't fucking know Biggie. You don't know his struggles, his life. Okay, I wanted to actually, so have you guys, how often do you go to Guitar Center? Never. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said you were there the other day. What the fuck, man? There was this dude. That was the first time I went in like 10 years. I I needed some pics. There was a man that was working there today that he looked like he came out of a fucking comic book or something. I don't know what happened. He had like a purple polo on and he's a white dude, had dreads or something. And he had this big like bowler hat on that was also purple, but it was on the side of his head. Like, I don't know how he stuck it. To his head, I it was defying gravity, and he Velcro. did it. And he walked. No, I don't know. I literally don't know how he did it. And he walked up, and he went into like the one of the offices, and he's like, "Hey," and I was like, "Hi." I was like, you know, walking around as a customer, and I was like, "That." I started laughing. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Here I was. It comes. I was like, and then he walked outside when I was driving away, and I started laughing again because he just looked like a fucking fool, and I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know the guy, but that was just. It was too much. It was too much. There was a lot going on with his hair. See, and I don't, you sound like Joan Rivers on that E, <laughs> e Fashion Police. Oh, Joan! <laughs> That's your new name. Is it hot or not? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> well, he definitely was not hot. Ooh, so we should play our yeah, own rendition um, of that. You know, is I'm it sorry. I have purchased a, yes. that guitar center. I remember back in the day. I don't even remember the hell it was, but it was a different building. It wasn't in La Mesa. I remember going there with my dad. It was dope as hell. Mm-hmm. And um, even the guitar center now was dope when I was growing up in high school and shit. Like you know, um, it definitely changed over the years, but. Um, yeah, I walked in there a week ago and I hadn't been there in like a decade, dude. Right. Or I tried a week to... or two ago and like it was definitely changed a I, lot. I hadn't I haven't been to a guitar center yeah in a really long time. I think the last time I was I don't even know if I I don't remember, I've never been in I don't even know. But I went today just to check. I was looking for actually looking for a mic stand. Uh just for something that's similar to what you guys are using, but what Anya has is like the short midget version. I guess you can't say midget. You little can't little say midget people, anymore. little people version. Small person. <laughs> Small person uh, version of the. I was looking for one of these that you guys have, like the round bass, and uh, they didn't have it. They had like this really elaborate like boom mic thing, and I was like, okay, I don't need this. this. Is not what I'm looking for. And I was walking around just kind of exploring the store, but it was just <laughs> trying not to give that guy too much shit. But he was making me laugh just the way he. It was good. It was kind of a, a comedy moment. I was like, I don't taking yourself very seriously right now and i'm gonna walk out of here and not say anything to you uh but no that's uh, it was it was an interesting visit to guitar center this morning <laughs> i did that before i started uh started work today so, nice yeah but uh um, life of the salesperson they just get to fucking go to guitar center before right. they sell our beer huh yeah that excuse me most bars and restaurants don't open until after shut the yeah. f- um, water 10 30 11 why don't you just sell so some beer calm down the there? fuck down it's visiting guitar okay. center chronic masturbation and doing coke under a bridge somewhere and that's <laughs> about it and then yeah. you go sell beer yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> nice. shake everybody's hands and don't wash <laughs> hi how you doing <laughs> um so okay Real question before we move on. Um, if do you think you would be really fucking bummed if deep like do you drink green flash now? Do you find yourself drinking that beer? Would you be really bummed if they just crumbled? Like if they were fucking closing their doors tomorrow, do you think that would be what do you think that would be what do you think that would mean for the industry? It's a, it's an open ended question, but I mean, what do you think that would really do for, especially San Diego? Obviously, we're way over capacity as it comes to like how many breweries are in town. I feel like we're over 150, and that's a lot. It's a really a lot, even for how as big as San Diego is, we're really experiencing kind of like an overflow as as a like just brew spots and green flash being as big as they are and watching them shrink and shrink and shrink. If they close their doors tomorrow, what do you think that would mean? I would think it would mean the end of, like, the, the big arms race that Stone and Ballast Point and Green Flash were all involved in. They, like, all raced to open on the East Coast. And that's a bummer. Like, some guy, like, commented. He's like, yeah, I moved out here. He's like, I'm a regional sales manager for Green Flash. And he's like, I bought it's, a house. That's and I have suck. a baby. Right. Yeah. And I thought this was going to go good. And now I Right, I because you, don't we don't, know. we constantly, I mean, it's easy to forget that there's a lot of people that you know you go yeah. oh green flash is downsizing but that means they're losing another 30 employees yeah. or they're losing another and you're going like man these are people who are obviously relying on these places to keep them afloat so now they're obviously crumbling like we talked about it before where we're saying like really san diego would prosper better at, in the beer industry if about 50 places closed like if we went back down to about 100 breweries we would be in a better place as the industry goes a better place for who well that's the thing industry because beer sales. i don't think we have enough breweries dude if you look at places like europe and shit like 
you know they have breweries in their communities well, but community our com- breweries like but, out here like what, what do we have well, like that's, in, but that's what i'm saying is know. that if you look at the community and you look at how many people are actually going out and drinking and like the actual amount of business that each business is doing it's way way lower than it ever has ever has been from like from you're talking about like five years ago to where it is now and it's because there's too much there's too many places to eat and drink and there's too many places to drink in general and Maybe so we're piled into like certain spots, but, but we're like also talking about the, we're talking about yeah. price points too. We're talking about seven, eight dollars, eight, nine, ten dollars a pint, Ooh. depending on where you're drinking. Yeah. So what we're running, we've run into this problem where everybody's kind of hitting a wall, going, "I'd love to go out, but I can't afford it," you know. And so I mean, we're we're seeing this in the community because they're. San Diego has a lot of rich people. That's funny, Lance, because we go out like every weekend. We do, and, <laughs> and, we and, and you know who doesn't appreciate it? My fucking bank account. You're like, I, I go, we, but we no, choose to spend our money on certain things, and so does everybody else. We and we're d- out there with other people. We and, do, but I'm also trying to make sure yeah. I like. I go, hey man, I'm broke this weekend. I can't go out. Oh, yeah. but, but, wait, bank but wait, but no, dude. That's uh, beside the point. I just think there's not like personally me like. There's not enough breweries. I think there should be a brewery that everybody should be able to walk to in their community. I know, and I, um, I, I don't necessarily, you know, whatever. There might be communities that have 20 breweries in a fucking walking distance, and that's cool as shit too. But I'm saying, like, it would. I would love for it to get to a point in the United States, not just in San Diego, to where every community had a brewery, like a local brewery. No, and know? I think it's a great idea. The only thing that I'm seeing is on the on the sales side of it when we when we go out we see just a constant we get a lot of constant no's and that's what it's a little it's a little deterrent to say like wow we're, we're so overloaded and we're getting all these places to say like no i'm good i'm good for three weeks because mm-hmm. i have all these and i've even had a lot of buyers say it to me too where they're like there's too many of you you know yeah. and i'm going i well that's understand. when that's when you gotta you know that's well that's, the, what, that's what weeds out the shit breweries from the good ones right and we're seeing yeah. that too and so. that's where actually where we're gonna see we'll see this more we see it a little bit in 2017 we'll see it a little more this year too but we'll see closures because of the quality of the product and that it's kind of leading into that yeah alex so can we go back to green flash <laughs> yeah but no that, that that's where we're, we're on this it's the same same it's not um <laughs> so with green flash closing yes. i feel like as a whole it blows ass okay you think green flash sucks no i love green flash okay. i feel like i'm one of the only people left that still love green flash okay i, I like love seller three i think they make some kick-ass beers um since they have alpine that would hurt my feelings well deeply. alpine potentially has an ability to buy back and it. i hope yeah. that is true um shout out to val and pat love you guys um but no i think that green flash closing it's going to be hurtful people are going to lose their jobs amazing iconic beers are going to go away and it's it's not fair no it sucks right no i mean but it's it's also becomes down to but it comes down to a management thing right like but then and then they you go back to that because it's Mm -hmm. like Green Flash, they had so much potential, and mm-hmm. then they expanded significantly. Right. And it, yes. You can't sustain that, that are, yeah. in this environment. I've yeah, heard, but I mean, I heard that from a lot of people where they were thinking, they have the mentality of how the industry was five years ago, and they're talking about it now, and they're going, wow, it's just not, it's not what we expected. The growth, the business plan and the growth plan was on track with how business was 
five years ago and five years later it's just not hit it's hitting a wall and you're seeing all these you're only seeing like a couple superstars in the mix you know in every state you're only seeing like ones and twosies here like this group and this group like i mean you could name it in every state you could say like these are the top breweries in these states that are really killing it and then everywhere else is kind of just it's just mediocre, you know? I and, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think Green Flash closing is an indicator for people to really... When you put out or develop your brand, you always have to be developing your brand. You cannot, le- like, rest on your laurels. Ex- you, right. Exactly. And you I ha- think... You have to evolve, degree, right? They didn't evolve, and, like, that's my that's my issue with Green Flash. It's not a, it's not a, about a quality thing. Those pe- They have quality people oh, making yeah. beer, dude. Good dude, fucking Flash beer. Dude, Green Flash is OG, man. They're, like, one of my first yeah. favorite breweries back in the day when I first started home brewing. I remember getting their Imperial IPA. They have great IPA. beer. I think, I think, too, it's for, like, us growing up in this beer industry... Green Flash, Stone, Ballast Point, all of those have a special place in our heart. Yeah. Regardless of now, right. you know, 10 years later, if we're still drinking that beer, when you think about it, it's like, oh, man, like, fucking love that beer. Oh, this beer. Like, oh, I had the best time of my life at fucking whatever. Right. And it's sad that there's bad and poor management and places expand so fast and so rapid, and they forget what it's truly about. Yeah, sure. and also the rebranding thing. You gotta be really careful yeah. when you rebrand. Actually, my buddy who owns a brewery, he he he's open that the brewery's only been open a year, and their marketing firm came to them and there's like, all right, time for a redesign. And he's like, fuck you, fuck you. We're not gonna redesign ours. We've only been open a year and a half, and you're telling yeah. us to redesign That's... our brand. They're like. Well, their brand's like, fuck you, no. Like, we've won awards about, like, our brand. We're going to keep it the same way. We're not going to change it. And I think to a degree, like, it sounds really fucked up, but I think that they didn't expect to get that big. <laughs> like, like I, that's the only And that's thing. the like, problem with a lot of these breweries. And like you were saying, um, some places, and we've already seen it, <clears throat> got a frog in my throat oh damn um, candy <laughs> candy man took me down <laughs> two octaves but um some places they have to close yeah because yeah. Oh, yeah. we Absolutely. cannot sustain this yeah. environment as yeah. a sales rep it is so hard to go into a place and they're like it sucks it's right. like we've got kick-ass beer and it's like oh come back in three weeks and Why it's mean- like you keep getting that come back come back because yeah. it's right, like right, right. and then you're sitting there and there's like six other sales reps and we're all just like and I, th- I think there. that's what we were kind of talking about before was that we're uh, what I was saying, like we, you know, the idea of having all these breweries around is a great fucking the idea behind it. The concept behind it is like having a brewery that you can walk to and be and go to and enjoy and, and enjoy quality products. Yeah, like one's not it's, so much based on distribution and like right. sales, like and like more so in-house sales. But you we, know? we were talking about like how the industry is changing, how like the the regular average tasting room is sort of a dying breed, but the brew pub is growing and that's becoming a more sustainable thing because there's food and there's beer and it keeps the customer there longer where your average just run of the mill tasting room is sort of the, like this is where we brew the beer also come in and drink the beer. But if you need food, go somewhere else kind of thing that, that element is kind of fading. So we're seeing like the industry just change a little bit where everybody's like, we want to hang out but we want to be able to eat and drink because we want to stay here longer where the average person with you walk into the normal tasting room, unless you're making a destination, you're like, Hey, we're going to 
society tonight. Yeah. And we're going to get fucked up. And yeah. we don't care about the food. We ate already. We ate somewhere else. And we're going to society. And we're going to drink until we can't drink anymore. And unless you're a group of people are doing that, most of the time you walk into a brewery, you have two beers, and you're like, all right, let's go get food somewhere. Or exactly. another another place where we can go drink beer and also eat, mm-hmm. so that pe- the people are leaving those ro- those tasting rooms and going somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Where so like we're obviously seeing that like we're seeing a change, like the industry is fluctuating and, and moving in a different direction. And yeah, you're seeing the brew pub become a more popular thing, and you're seeing the average tasting room not so yeah. much. And I think that's the thing is we're seeing all these breweries where it's a multifaceted thing. It's beer quality, location, um, how well you advertise your product. Um, and like, do you have food? Yeah, you know, dude, it's, people it's, want food, man. Yeah, like, I, a, and when I was younger, I didn't give a shit about it as much. Right. But like, you know, the last five years, I'd just say that like, food's definitely a big. Sure. I mean, have, we're especially know. like at this point, you want to be able to like, I want to get trashed with all you guys and hang out. But if we get hungry, should, do we need to leave? Yeah. Like, do we need to leave mm-hmm. that spot to go get food somewhere so we can then yeah. go somewhere else? Like, how many times do we want to bar hop? Yeah. And that's really up to all of us to say, like, hey, let's – we want to do this tonight. Like, let's go to Fort – like, when we go, like, hey, we're going to go out to North Park and we're going to go to fucking five, six different places and we're going to wander around just because that's how we plan the night. But there's another thing to say, uh, hey, let's go to this one place. Let's drink there and do this thing. And then we got to figure out where else we want to go because yeah. there's, you know, whatever. So it's it's funky, like, the way the industry has changed a lot. And it's just we're, – we're trying to – figure it out and you see the industry kind of going through that development process of saying like what's the next beyond the the beer trend like beyond like hazy beer glitter beer or whatever the fuck like they're trying to figure out where where everybody's supposed to go you know we open a new case 